You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, border bungle. Two Australian cricketers return home from India, exposing a major loophole in the government's arrival ban. Urgent call-out. Hundreds of Melbourne residents told to get tested after significant virus fragments detected in wastewater. Culture crisis back in the spotlight. A former Liberal staffer files a police report over an incident in Parliament House as Brittany Higgins prepares to sit down with the PM. And parole push, one of Australia's most notorious gang rapists, set to plead his case for release. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Two Australian cricketers have landed in Melbourne from India despite the federal government banning flights and saying it closed all border loopholes. It's understood the pair received no special permissions to return, arriving on a flight from Doha on Thursday afternoon. Qatar Airways confirming it still remains possible to travel from India to Australia through Doha. Hundreds of Victorians have been ordered to get a COVID test after stronger-than-normal detections were recorded in wastewater across Melbourne. Viral fragments were picked up in the city's western and northwestern suburbs. The Health Department says a number of people told to get a test include close contacts of the man isolating after being infected in Perth's quarantine outbreak. The Victorian government has unveiled a $200 million plan to build a dedicated quarantine facility north of Melbourne. Construction would begin in September and is expected to take four months before opening by the new year. But the state is asking the Commonwealth to fund the project. To ensure we don't waste any time, uh, the Victorian government is going to crack on and do the detailed design and planning. The facility would have 500 beds with capacity to increase to 3,000. Australia's medical regulator has revealed there is no evidence to suggest a link between the AstraZeneca vaccine and two men who developed blood clots and died after receiving the jab. The Therapeutic Goods Administration is still investigating the deaths of the 55-year-old and 71-year-old in New South Wales. We have uh, 11,000 adverse event reports in front of us. Now, that sounds like a massive number, but they range, of course, from a sore arm through to clotting events. There have been six confirmed clotting cases linked to the vaccine in Australia. One of them was fatal. 
There's been a COVID breach at Brisbane Airport. Two passengers who arrived from Papua New Guinea wandered into the International Terminal's green zone, designated for travellers heading to New Zealand. The pair visited a cafe, retail outlets and a bathroom just before 10am yesterday, with one of them then testing positive to the virus. Brisbane Airport blamed the breach on human error and says only a handful of people wearing masks were in contact with the infected passenger. A Liberal staffer has filed a police report claiming explicit videos of him performing a sex act inside Parliament House were leaked in an act of revenge porn. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. They were disturbing pictures. Good morning, Jody. Yes, the Prime Minister described this as sickening and unacceptable. A Liberal Party advisor filmed in a solo sex act on a female MP's desk. A pixelated version was broadcast through the media in March and the man featured alleges that he's been the victim of revenge porn, that the footage was leaked without his consent by a jilted lover, his claim supported by Liberal MP Warren Ench, his former boss. The Australian Federal Police have confirmed that they've received a complaint and announced looking into whether to investigate. Today, Parliament's culture under further scrutiny with the Prime Minister finally meeting with Brittany Higgins, the former Coalition staffer who alleges she was raped by a colleague at Parliament House. Those face-to-face talks taking place in Sydney before she meets with Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese. Ms Higgins wants reforms to improve protections for parliamentary staff and make it easier to report serious allegations. A review into workplace culture at Parliament House by the Sex, dis- sex Discrimination Commissioner still underway. It's due to give an update in July. Jody. Okay, Olivia, thank you. Australia's top spy boss has warned a terrorist attack on home soil is likely in the next 12 months. ASIO Director General Mike Burgess told a Senate committee that an attack could be carried out by either a right-wing or Islamic extremist group. Given the growth that we've seen in nationalist and racist violent extremism, Um, we anticipate there will be a terrorist attack in this country in the next 12 months. Nationalist extremism has grown from 16 to 40% of the agency's caseload in just three years. A year after three of their children were killed by a drunk driver in Sydney, the Abdullah family has been robbed of sentimental possessions after an intruder broke into their home. Mother Layla was looking at photos of her children when an intruder broke into their home stealing personal items. He took a watch, but it's not about the watch. This watch reminds me of me and Angelina walking together to the store to buy this watch because really that's all that we have left from, from these kids. Police don't think the thieves knew who lived there. The light rail in Sydney's Surrey Hills is back up and running this morning after a car and tram collided head-on. A man was driving down the tracks at around 60 kilometres per hour last night when his car bounced off the front of a tram. I ran straight down, tried to open the passenger door and then I couldn't get that open so I went to the window and then I was trying to unlock the doors and I couldn't. He was trapped briefly before being freed. Nobody in the tram was injured. 
One of the notorious Scaf gang rapists could be granted freedom today. Mohammed Scaf will learn whether his parole has been granted with the decision to be handed down in a matter of hours. The 38-year-old was jailed for a maximum 23 years for his role in a series of terrifying rapes in Sydney in the year 2000. His brother Bilal Scaf was also jailed. Mohammed was first eligible for parole back in 2018, but due to his continued denial of his crimes, his applications have so far been refused. If today's decision goes against him, he may remain behind bars until 2024. Teachers will be given more time to focus on the basics under a major overhaul of the national school curriculum. The aim is to make sure children have a better grasp on literacy and numeracy by simplifying lessons. So much to learn, so little time. Our biggest challenge is how can we fit everything into uh, the 40 weeks in a school year. The Australian curriculum has been completely revised from the first year of school to year 10 and they're going back to basics. Literacy and numeracy are the building blocks of knowledge and we have to get them right early. The curriculum content has been reduced by 20% so teachers don't have to rush through topics. Maths concepts will be taught earlier, Year 5 will learn percentages, Year 7 Pi and Year 8 Pythagoras Theorem. There will be a greater focus on the history of First Nations Australians and both world wars. And when it comes to physical education, there will be more playing games and less classroom theory. We've done a lot of work talking with teachers to declutter the curriculum. Parents and teachers have until July to provide their feedback on the Australian curriculum review. Once it's approved, it'll be available for the 2022 school year. If we can have more time in the primary school in particular to um, build those basics, then that will set them up for a more successful education. Melina Saris, 7 News. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's taken many years, but life-changing technology to help people walk again has now arrived in Australia. It's thanks to one man who has spent the last decade as a quadriplegic. Now he wants to help others get back on their feet. Daniel Hillier was just 22, a chef with big plans when a balcony railing gave way, a four-metre fall resulting in a devastating diagnosis. I was told I would never move from my neck down as a quadriplegic. With a motto of never say never, his wife Marianne discovered new technology in Japan. They've welcomed people from all around the world and we were the first Aussies. During intensive training using a revolutionary robot called Hybrid Assistive Limb, the results came in leaps and bounds. The device uses electrodes to read um, the brain signals being sent to the muscles and then the robot, unlike other exoskeletons, will walk with the human, not for the human. And then over time the robot has the intelligence to be able to wean back and reduce 
reduce the assistance so that someone's actually walking for themselves. After eight years, they've brought the technology to Australia. Daniel now able to take steps without the robot. He was even able to surprise his wife with a first dance at their wedding. I've spoken to my um, GPs and everything and they, uh, they find it astonishing. This technology doesn't just benefit patients recovering from a spinal cord injury. It can also be used for people who have suffered a stroke, who have multiple sclerosis. It can even be used in falls prevention for the elderly. I've seen the improvements. Um, I believe in it and it's time to share it with my community. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE fell, Germany's DAX closed lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose, so did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,768 US dollars an ounce, oil is 68.62 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.69 US cents, 84.6 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Jailed Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny has appeared in public for the first time since ending a hunger strike. The 44-year-old appeared gaunt during a courtroom appeal against a conviction for defamation. Mr Navalny denounced Russia's justice system during the proceedings and criticised President Vladimir Putin. Navalny was arrested in January shortly after returning from Germany where he received treatment for Novichok poisoning. China has successfully launched an unmanned module containing living quarters for a new space station. The module, named Harmony of the Heavens, was sent into orbit on board China's largest carrier rocket. The module is one of three main components of what will be China's first self-developed space station. It's due for completion by the end of 2022. American aerospace company SpaceX has successfully launched another of its reusable rockets, sending 60 internet satellites into orbit. The Falcon 9 booster blasted off from Cape Canaveral in Florida. Video showed the satellites separating from the rocket's second stage. SpaceX has deployed numerous satellites for the Starlink program, which aims to give users high-speed internet access worldwide. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have shared an adorable video montage to mark their 10th wedding anniversary. The candid video shows William, Kate and their three children, Prince George, Princess Charlotte and Prince Louis, enjoying the great outdoors. The royal couple released the video to thank supporters for their kind messages on their wedding anniversary. A day after his speech to Congress, US President Joe Biden has marked a major milestone, his first 100 days in office. US correspondent David Woywood is in Washington, D.C. Good morning, David. President Biden says 100 days in, America is getting back on track. Yes, and after laying out his vision overnight, the man who would be among America's biggest spending presidents has today hit the road to sell that message. Now, President Joe Biden is today in Georgia, as you say, to mark his 100th day in office, but also to put forward those arguments why America should get behind this major raft of spending initiatives. Now, it was a comprehensive speech that he gave last night to that joint sitting of Congress. He touched on every Everything from economy, jobs, health care, as well as gun violence and racial tensions here in the United States. But look, Joe Biden also saved special attention for America's at times difficult relationship with China. In my discussion with President Xi, I told him, we welcome the competition. 
We're not looking for conflict. But I made absolutely clear that we will defend America's interest across the board. I also told President Xi that we'll maintain a strong military presence in the Indo-Pacific, just as we do with NATO and Europe. Not to start a conflict, but to prevent one. President Biden speaking at last night. Now, while there has been plenty of focus on U.S. domestic policy here, today also marks a major milestone for U.S. foreign policy, with U.S. troops officially starting to withdraw from Afghanistan today. Jody. David Woodward in the US Capitol, thank you. A failed comeback attempt has only added to the Raiders' woes as the Canberra side went down 34-20 to 20 to the Rabbitohs. Despite losing George Williams to a hamstring injury during warm-up, an improved Canberra side put up a fight, but an impressive South's left edge put on the pressure in the second half. Jack Whiten tried to get the Raiders home in the dying minutes, but was denied twice for obstruction. Coach Ricky Stewart describing it as a blight on the game. Star Saints Bradley Hill and Zach Jones have clashed during training ahead of tomorrow's must-win game against the Hawks, but that is exactly what their coach wants to see. Brett Ratton says he wants to see more urgency, aggression and communication from his players following their last two losses. Tonight, reigning Premier's Richmond take on the Bulldogs live on 7. Wanderers defender Daniel Georgievski has left the club to join Melbourne City for the rest of the A-League season. Overnight, Melbourne City pushed past a determined Newcastle defence to defeat the Jets 3-1. The win put City four points clear at the top of the ladder. Cricketers Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa have arrived back in Australia from India after flights from the COVID-ravaged country were suspended earlier this week. In the Indian Premier League overnight, Pat Cummins took three wickets for the Kolkata Knight Riders. But it wasn't enough for Marcus Stoinis' boundary sealing the seven-wicket win for the Delhi Capitals. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, cool southerly winds in the wake of a front will bring showers to southern WA. Onshore winds combined with an upper level trough will drive showers and thunderstorms over eastern Queensland and New South Wales. A high will keep elsewhere mostly clear whilst filtering warm air over South Australia. Around the capitals today, showers in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. Morning smoke haze in Sydney, 24 the top. Morning fog and smoke haze in Canberra, 21. Sunny in Melbourne, heading for 23 degrees. Cloud clearing and 20 in Hobart. Sunny in Adelaide today, a possible early shower in Perth. And sunny and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 30th of April, 2021.